Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey, my friends. We will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show, but before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcasts for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you.
Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world today. Very excited to be back with you with another episode with my homie, Nick Cavuto. Nick, what is up, my man? How are you today? What's up, dude? I'm doing amazing, man. I am just grateful. I am sitting in a place in a pocket of gratitude and presence today. And to be here with you is an incredible honor. And uh, so thank you for creating the space, my friend. Dude, the honor is all mine. I could not wait to have this conversation after we connected because I was just like, it's very rare when I run across somebody, I'm like, yo, I understand that story. And so we'll get into that a little bit deeper here in just a moment. But, you know, you, you spoke about gratitude. And so I want to jump off there because I think that it's a, it's a buzzword. You know this, mm -hmm. especially because you oh, and I are in the same industry. Um, it's a thing that people talk about all the time. Like, have your gratitude journal, blah, 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 blah. But I, I feel like so often you see gratitude just become this non thing where it's like people are doing it for the sake of doing it. And so I'm, I'm wondering, like, what role does, like, gratitude really play in your life? And why does it even matter to you? You know, it's the emotional return on investment of being divinely connected. And at the same time, I think of being incredibly present with the people and the opportunities and the challenges that are in front of you. It's just a place of saying thank you. And I've been in places in life where I've gotten sued and said thank you. For no reason, right? Like I could go through all the reasons why. And I'm like, no, this is a lesson. This is, this is something that's happening for me, which was part of the catalyst that put me into personal development was having to go like this transition from the caterpillar to the butterfly. It requires the formless depth of going into the cocoon of life and finding yourself as pure liquid DNA saying, hey, God, universe, whatever the expression is that you choose form me into whatever it is that life has for me next. Everything in life that finds its way to you can be accepted. If accepted, it can be a blessing. And a blessing is the process of saying thank you to the life circumstances, situations, the happenings, the miracles, and the moments of, that require fortitude for us to just open our hands and be a conduit of life, to generously give in one hand, to receive in the other. Gratitude is the ability to say thank you. And... Um, I think that that's one of the things in life that we miss sometimes is everything is happening. It's just happening, but it's happening for us. <laughs> and uh, that's the, that's the, the deep meaning that it carries for me. Yeah. I, I know for certain that's not where you started though. And so yeah. I'm, I'm curious, let, let's go back. I, I always want to, I've been working on asking this question and figuring out how to kind of build it into the context of conversation 
recently. And so it, it's fumbling out right now, but, but it'll get succinct as I go. I'm always curious about these moments that connect the dots. And ultimately, whether we like it or not, life itself is linear. The journey, however, is not. And that's what's really fascinating. And we are shaped by the experiences of our life, whether we like it or not. Many of us do attempt and try to pretend that that's not so. I have done that myself. It did not turn out well. In fact, it was disastrous. And so I always think about the moments that were the most painful that have actually brought me the most power. And the, the whole concept, the thing that I sit in is what does it mean to like transform trauma into triumph, right? And so Nick, I'm, I'm wondering here, if you rewind, go back to, to young Nick, to Nick at the beginning of this journey, what were one of those moments that life was happening to you that you've had to reframe into life is happening for you? Yeah, it's an amazing question. Um, the one that comes up for me is, I remember when I was very young, um, understanding, like becoming a father helped me understand my father so much better. I think you don't really meet your father until you become one, at least for those who are fathers who are listening. You know what I'm talking about. And those who aren't, you know, there's other likely moments in life of where we can find reflections, but there's just something deep that happens. And there's a, a depth of understanding that um, brings graciousness and empathy and that concept of like, at least in my world, that my dad knew, he did the best that he knew to do at the time that he knew to do it. Um, you know, yet at a very young age, I, I watched my father step out of our home a lot and that emotional chaos and the friction of abandonment um, was one of those things early on in life where I felt like life was happening to me. And I've replayed that movie in my head many, many times. And I've gone through deep therapy around many things in my life. This one came up a few times because at the root of abandonment is this feeling of rejection. And I never really understood what I was looking for. What was the anchor that I was hoping to see or to, to grab out and find protection in. And uh, through the modality of meditation and going back to that moment several times, what I ended up figuring out is uh, my grandfather was the person that I was looking for in the moments of my deepest abandonment, life happening to me, meaning my father rejecting our home and, and leaving. It brought this place uh, a void of where I had to deeply understand myself and what part of myself was reaching out to my grandfather saying, there's a sense of completion that's required here. When, when I was young, I would lay in bed at night and literally cry myself to sleep because I never met my father. That's not entirely true. I met him once. I met him on my, my fifth birthday and, and he was a monster and I won't get into the details now, but it was not a great meeting experience. And, and I would lay in bed at night and I would cry myself to sleep time and time and time again, because my stepfather was a monster, six foot four, 250 linebacker size fucking dude who'd beat the shit out of a seven-year-old. So play that, right? And, and I would just be like, God, why are you not bringing my dad to save me from this guy, right? 
and I, I used to watch this movie, Richie Rich. I don't know if you've ever seen it or yeah, not. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I fucking hate that movie. But I used to watch it because I would watch it like, this kid's dad is ri-. Here's where I'm going with this. Richie Rich's father was rich, but his father was never there. And so Richie Rich had everything you could ever imagine in the world except a father. And I would watch this movie and it'd be incredibly envious of him not understanding and knowing the truth. He was actually in the same situation that I was in. And as I fast forward and I look at life today, I think to myself, actually, I'm incredibly grateful that I never had a father because the men in my life, the mentors in my life, these, these guys, only guy, uh, there are amazing women mentors in my life too, but I'm speaking towards the men. They have given me more than those other men who were supposed to be there could ever give me. And so when you speak of gratitude, especially in that arena, I go, yep, I get that. But there's a transition that has to happen. You have to be able to work through the resentment, the abandonment, the shame, the guilt, the hate. Honestly, I had so much hate for a long time until I could let it go. And, and I'm wondering, Nick, like, what was the transition for you? How do you go from I, I, I am feeling so abandoned and lost and seeking to fill this void to being like, oh, now I'm a father. I see the reflection of the experience of life and I'm grateful because that's fucking insane. So the pathway for me on going from, I guess, abandoned and broken and feeling lost and uh, directionless from a place of where I was seeking maybe that pillar figure, that fortitude in someone else. Um, certainly life has a way of bringing us back to the road uh, of self, right? And in the, in the deeper part of ourself, which is living an inspired life, which is just living in spirit. And, and I think that that's now the lens that I look through and, and what I found is that safety and that security in who I am. And that's really where I guess this story lands is I had to go through the experience of going like, man, what was I looking for? And I realized that my, my grandfather, uh, my dad was an entrepreneur, a fourth generation entrepreneur. My grandfather was third generation. So by the time my grandfather was in his seventies, he was the one who actually was like taking care of me the most. My mom went to college when I was a young kid and my dad was working 20 hours a day. Um, so my grandfather was the one who was really that anchor for me. And when I figured out in transition of like, that was always a void. It was like a movie in my head that I didn't want to keep playing. And I couldn't figure out how to finish it with redemption. Like redemption and gratitude are always tied together. I just had like how my life was normal and then what the explosion of life was, but I never had a new normal. And that's what brings gratitude is defining the new normal. And the new normal for me in that story was understanding the qualities of my grandfather were the things that I needed to actually end up accepting about myself. So although he may have been the visual anchor at that time, if he was there, I knew I would be what protected. Yeah. He was the first one who came to me and said, he called me Nikki, right? It's like old school Italian family, right? He's like, Nick, you're going to be a star. You're going to be a star, right? He was the one who spoke into my life from a very young age. And what I did was I had this moment of adopting his ideas and adopting you know, his care and compassion, the character qualities of who he was, and then just embedding them into my life. And there was a sense of deep completion there, but also acknowledgement that those are parts of me that I had rejected for a long time that then I took acceptance of and, and took on the identity of those elements as well. Because having four children, I need to be a protector. I need to stand in the gap in those moments. And um, yeah, that's, that's how I found gratitude was through redemption. 
and becoming the thing that I needed the most and finding that within myself. Mm. And, and that's healing, right? Because that's the, that's the space in which you actually discover who you are. And so I have, I have a bit of a hypothesis about like what it actually means to go down this journey. And, and it always starts with acknowledgement, right? You acknowledge, you look at it, you go, okay, this is fact, not, not hiding from it, not running close. Cause some people like to like misconstrue truth, but reality is reality and fact is fact. And so if you can look at fact and acknowledge it, not with culpability, but just saying, yep, this is actually what happened. Mm -hmm. It gives you the ability to actually explore within that realm. And when you're exploring, you can step into discovery. And when you discover, you actually get to let go. And when you let go, you actually start to love. And that feels to be like the sequence of events that leads down the path to get you to where you want to go. And, and I think it's really fascinating that you said that your grandfather would be like, Nikki, you're going to be a star. Because in a lot of sense, like you are, and some people have the ability to embody the thing that other people see in them. When I was young, people used to call me coach, kids, <laughs> my teachers, whatever. But here's what's interesting about it, Nick. They, they did it in a pessimistic and mm -hmm. in a you're a loser kind of way, right? Oh man, whatever coach, get away from here. Why are you always trying to help people? Blah, 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 blah. And, and to me, it was always looking at life and I was like, I just want people to understand what I understand. And that's like, you can do whatever you want. Right. And though, even though my life was chaotic and I did a lot of really insane things, I did those things with clarity and it always proved to myself I was capable of doing them. And so now you're in this position, you have this really similar journey where suddenly in, in whatever sense of the reality you live in, you're a star, right? You're building these amazing things around you, amazing relationships, amazing family. And yet somehow, even though you go through this building process, like the same thing that I experienced, you lose it all. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that that losing it all one, I would love for you to go into that a little bit. And two, how do you rebound from that? Cause I, I feel right. when most people hit that space of I've lost everything that becomes their identity. And that is the rest of their life. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I mean, I lost a million dollars in two days, uh, when we were met with the pandemic in, um, in March of 2020. And it was an interesting moment because I can recall it very, very vividly of just like how quickly those phone calls came in and how quickly everything that I'd worked for, for about five years previous that I was building just got decimated overnight. Um, and there's a very deep realization of like what's important in that moment. Like all of it can just be taken away instantaneously, but I can't get back the time that I missed or the memories that I gained, whether, you know, whether they were positive and in, in building or whether there were challenges that I overcame, it doesn't make a difference. Like you were met in that moment with like how life is truly like a vapor and how the things that you build can be erased and demolished in an instant. And how at the same time you can stand in the gap and if you can be unbelievably present and stand in that moment, you can go like, okay, what do I believe? You know, because events are always going to happen in our lives. And the path that most people take is those events are immediately followed by a feeling. So if I lose a million dollars in two days, what's my, I'm a loser? That I have nothing to offer the world? That everything and everyone is out to get me? Hell no. Thankfully, I had done the work to sit there and say, what do I believe? 
I believe that everything happening in and out of its season, it's here as a benefit to me. I believe that God has called me to be a conduit of the world, to give in one hand, to receive in the other, and to be a blessing to other people. I believe that every single person who comes into my life is for me. And the ones who are not, the life lessons will be learned. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like it's, I had to move into my beliefs as the filter of the emotions that I was experiencing. And here's the deal. The emotions of our life are, are treasured, like treasured a human, uh, part of human experience. They are so treasured that they should have a lock on them, that they should be protected and insulated because that's the treasure of your life. So I've just watched most people walk through life. And what happens? Event. What does that determine? Their feelings. Ah, poor me. And they live a poor me life. They live a victim mentality. They live in that world of not enough. And then their beliefs just confirm the emotions that they've already projected out into the world. That's the emotional return on investment is like, if an event happens and your emotion follows, well, guess what? Your beliefs are going to solidify your perspective. So I found a better way. And I met with a Taoist monk who changed my life. I mean, this happened, he's 45 years, a psychologist, incredible guy. And he said this, he said, if Nick, if you can replace after events that happen in your life, if you can replace those events followed by your beliefs and not your feelings, it'll change your life. And that simple formula changed everything. And so in that moment, I was prepared to go like, where's my book with my beliefs? Where's my book of beliefs? Where is it? Because I had like 10 I'd write down, right? And at any moment when I felt like I was struggling, I would just go back to that book. I'd go back to that book. I'd go back to that book. And many things have happened since then. And guess what? Those beliefs, they still stand true. From two years ago, they still, almost three years ago, they still stand true. And so that's my call really for people today is like, you're going to have events that are going to happen in your life. If you allow your emotions to immediately follow your events, you're always going to be like a feather blowing in the wind. And you're always going to allow the beliefs that you carry, which are really rooted in a lot of identity, those things are going to be solidified by the wave, waves of your emotion. And so my call to you is to allow your beliefs to be the grand filter of your life, to allow events to happen because they always will. But my first question after a hard event is, well, what do you believe about this situation? So as long as it's rooted in truth, honesty, and integrity, and not criticism, comparison, and judgment, you will find the life lesson very quickly, and you will live a redeemed life. We'll be right back to today's show, but first I need to ask you a question. Are you feeling stuck? Are you feeling like you don't have the support to go to the next level in your healing journey? Are you feeling like you wish you had a little bit more support from not only myself, but the Unbroken Nation? Well, my friend, I want to invite you to come and join our live weekly coaching sessions in Think Unbroken. All you have to do is go to keys, K-E-Y-S, keys.thinkunbroken.com to sign up and join us today with 100% money back, no questions asked, guaranteed and no contract or commitment every week for the next year. You can come and be a part of our live coaching sessions each Monday as we dive deep into not only answering your questions, but questions from the unbroken nation and help you take all of the information that you learn in the podcast, in the courses and other areas of this journey, bring them into your life and use it in a way that is practical, life-changing and transformative. So my friend, join us at keys.thinkunbroken.com. And we will see you this Monday. I think about the transition that I had in my own belief system. And the reality is, and you can look at research on this, your zip code is a higher indicator of success than anything else in this country. 
there is a lot of fact that points to the reality that I should be dead or in jail. And let's be clear. I've put myself in many, many, many situations where that should have come to pass, right? Call it God, spirit, universe, Batman, mother nature. I don't know. For some reason I am here for some reason I'm here. And, and the only reason I've been able to prosper for what it means for me is I did have to change my belief systems, Nick, because I believed, I believed this because this was embedded, ingrained, enmeshed, and groomed into me that I was stupid, that I was dumb, that I was unlovable, that I would never mean anything, that I would never amount to anything. And this started with my parents, right? So you tack that on, you tack on your community, you tack on all the things that then reinforced it, which are really your behaviors. And I sabotaged everything for years, relationships, friendships, community, anything I could do to make sure my wall was so high that no trebuchet on planet earth could ever break it down. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I discovered is the more that I sat in the hurt, holding on to the feelings, which I love you're talking about, holding on to these feelings of angst, anger, hurt, resentment, shame, guilt, the more I watched my life be that. Hmm. And the thing that happened that transitioned everything, that transmuted this caterpillar to the butterfly for me, since we're in this analogy, was I sat and I was like, is that shit true? Hmm. Is it true? And the biggest truism that I discovered was that the answer was unequivocally no. Hmm. It can't be true that I'm not worthy of having the things that I want because if that were in fact the case, I wouldn't be here to begin with. Hmm. And in that came this incredible sense of freedom. And I started just thinking, why can't I have this? Why can't I have this? And it's not that it's not work and it's not necessarily material. The this is living an embodied life based on the principles, the integrity, the values and the boundaries that I have. And the biggest one was the shift of just being like, no, I can't. If all the beliefs I've ever had, that's the one. And so I'm curious, what was the biggest belief change and shift for you? How does, yeah. how does Nick step into that? That's a good question. I'm going to sit with that for a minute. I think the biggest belief shift that I had to make, um, was it, the visual that I'm getting in my head is a labyrinth and it's the concept that life feels like a maze, but it's not, it's more like a labyrinth. You actually come out the same door that you went in. <laughs> And although I spent a lot of times as an anti-theist after kind of rejecting a lot of my foundational faith, I'd found a way to make peace with it and, and allow it to be something that's wildly empowering to me. Um, but I think the thing that I had to believe that is like, if God said it, then I believe it. If, if there's something deeper in me that's connected to source that I can trust my intuition on it deeply deeply trust my intuition on it and follow that in almost a blissful state of allowing the dominoes to tip so as they please and where they please to believe i think on a deeper level now it's really hitting me 
of the solidified promise when I was 12 years old that I had from that still small voice that sits within all of us that just said, no matter what you do, you'll be successful. Doesn't matter what you do. Like you've already won. And I think that when we get into a place of having a lot of BS in our lives, and what I mean by that are like a lot of bad stories and a lot of broken systems around the way that we things work. Um, we have to find ourselves back to the eternal truths that we believed when we were in that child state of imagination and wonder and awe. And those were the ones that I believed that at the end of the day, my faith system of what I was brought up with suggests that we can accomplish more than we could ever even imagine that we can bet on a tiny seed and say to a mountain, be removed and it can happen. Now I know that everybody doesn't agree. This is just my dialect. It's like an accent, right? Like these are the truths I was raised in. So when I come back to foundational truths, they allow me to activate my belief, I think in a different way. And the one other thing that I'll mention, and this is a more of a recent realization, although the one that I talked to you about was the cornerstone. Absolutely. Um, the secondary one that I've been expressing and understanding now, I think is is um, is deeper on the side of surrender and the importance of surrender and just letting things happen as they happen. And awakening is important, but I think surrender is almost the operating system of life that I've lended myself to now. And that's been a wild <laughs> ride. Um, but I have to trust so as long as the ecosystem of Mother Earth works, uh, why would I not be taking care of it the same way? And that's where I find myself today, brother. Mm. That's fascinating. I, I, I do think about surrender a lot because I historically have been a massive control freak. It's a survival mechanism. Like I know what it is. I know where it comes from. When, when you're digging out of the depths of society, you have to control everything. There, there's no other way I've seen anyone be able to rise out of what we come from. And, and that did not bode well for human interaction and relationships hmm. in business. It's great, right? In business, it's great. I've always been able to kind of figure out how to navigate that. Maybe not in the best way, especially early on in my leadership careers, but you know, as, as a, a late teen, early twenties kid, looking at the chaos of my home, mother's gone all the time on these massive drug benders. She would disappear. I'd live by myself for months at a time. My grandmother was an absolute fucking crazy person. She grew up in a little town called Sunbright, Tennessee. You've never even heard of. Um, and so she was incredibly racist and I'm biracial. So here's another layer of the cake. Mm. And, and then just dealing with having to survive where I grew up, right? Fighting, stealing, breaking into houses, getting shot at by the police. Like it was like a fucking movie. Mm. And, and as I got into my teens and not graduating high school, I was like, I got to control this shit. Like literally that's the first, I need, my brain went to this operating system. I have to control everything all the time. And Nick, this did not really work efficiently in any capacity because it came to this place where I'm like, I have to control relationships. I have to control friendships. I have to control strangers on the street. And if I don't, my brain goes, I'm unsafe. And it was in this word that you just used that I think is incredibly powerful when people understand the depths of its capacity is surrender, 
And when I was just like, fuck, literally, so I'll, I'll exchange that word for my dialect. Fuck it. <laughs> and that's yeah. what it became. I was like, fuck it. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to show up. I'm going to live life on my terms. I'm going to know that at the end of the day, this is all gone. So fuck it. Let's see what happens. And the greatest sense of freedom came from that. And so mm. I'm wondering when you think about and you go deeper into surrender, what has that actually done for you? Because for me, it's changed the game, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's allowed me to be very um, uh, aware of the battles that I choose to fight and which ones I choose to allow God to fight on my behalf. Um, you know, I had a, a partner in one of my businesses. I've founded four different companies. And one of them uh, is my best friend from high school. Like we were buddies from like you know, 13 to like 30, right? And um, long story short, um, you know, we had to hire an operator for the business and we didn't agree on who that person was. Um, ultimately, I had to make the decision of who that person was going to be. So I, I chose uh, this gentleman and really, really strong personality. Great as an operator of a company, right? Control freak. <laughs> And I think that what was interesting was for my partner, um, I created so many lanes of opportunity of like, hey, I want you to have this. So like, let's, let's figure it out. Like, just show me one book, like one book that you've read about business operations. Like, no, 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 it's not about that. I deserve this because I've been here for a while. I'm like, that, bro, that's just not how it works. This game's True. about results. It's about leadership. It's about like understanding the mechanism of how these things function and creating order it's not about who like was first in line. That's just not how this stuff works. Anyways, long short, man. What was interesting is uh, three months later, after this uh, COO started within our company, he ended up, my partner ended up leaving. He took the entire paid media team. This was an agency. Uh, took, he sold the customer list, leads list, the entire, ripped the whole Google Drive, all my IP, everything I'd worked on for a really long time. And started selling back to our customers that we had in the company by half saying, hey, I was doing the work anyway. Why don't you just pay me to do it? Now, this doesn't only have civil implications of like how that would affect things. It also, from my lawyer's perspective, it had a lot of criminal intent as well. Basically like robbery. It's like infiltration based robbery. Um, and we were looking at a lawsuit of $2 million and the potential that I could put this dude uh, potentially in jail, if not take his house. And I just found myself in a place of going like, with the ability to create what would be justice in my eyes, or maybe that of anyone who looks at it in a very analytical way and says, yeah, it's logical. The dude pulled out the rug from underneath you. You went $300,000 in the debt four months after he left. Based on all of these things that happened with proof of those, of course, you'd be wise in the 3D world to then go like, what's mine is mine. And I made a decision to sit back and look at the whole scenario and just go like, sometimes praying for your enemy is the best thing that you can do. And it made sense, man, like no logical sense. I'm like, what? And I remember like as a kid growing up, my dad is like, he's a drug dealer who met Jesus and then like changed his life. Okay. So like, that's, that's where I come from. And I remember this scripture my dad used to talk to us about, which was like that praying for your enemies is like putting burning coals on their head. So here I am, I find myself in this crazy scenario. My belief systems are like 0% congruency at that time. But my intuition said, no, 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 don't punish him, pray for him. That's surrender. 
when something is rightfully yours, but you choose a different path, when forgiveness seems to be your modus operandi, when gentleness and kindness, because you're making a decision at a quantum level that has no bearing on what's here and now, that's where I chose to find my place of inspiration, living within the spirit of who I am. And that's one example of surrender because surrender, I think, is like when you have all the reasons in the world, when you have all of like the justification in the world to create justice on your own, but you choose a different path to open your hands again and just go like, God, give me the ability to receive. So therefore I have the ability to give and God, give me the ability to give so I can continue to receive and create abundance and bounteousness for the people that I'm called to serve. That's being a gift to humanity is allowing God to be the judge. And in my life and in my story and in my upbringing, the uniqueness of the way that I'm created, that's where I find surrender in my life. It's being okay, not knowing. It's loving the unknown. (laughs) Yeah. And that gives you the ability to lead. And, And you have an amazing event in which you're leading people, in which you're giving them every aspect of who you are so that you can show them possibility. And I'd love if you just take 72 seconds and talk about this event that you're doing and and why it's so important for you. Absolutely, man. Well, you know, coming out of a season of trying to figure it out where it felt like nothing was working, what I realized was I was in a season of feeling trapped in transition between two different worlds. The one world is the old world and the one where I could just build a bunch of companies and I was just very, uh, you know, let's just say very systematic in how I created prosperity in my life. Then I was met with a few different moments of unique challenge where I was distilled back to the core, which begged a a bigger question of like, what is it that I really want to do? Who I really want to become? Where do I want to invest my time and energy and resources? And I had to find alignment within my personal life and my professional life as an entrepreneur in order to create change that would carry me forward into the future. And that change is something that I was willing to spend my time away from my family from because it gets to a point where you're like, is this really even worth it, right? And so the external challenges that I experience in addition to the internal ones, I look at unique individuals who are out there today saying there's got to be a better way. And I'm here to tell you, I walk the path and I know that there is. You can seek in your deeper intuition. You can seek a place of finding truth for you, truth for your alignment and inner abundance and finding a way for you to go out into the world and do your greatest work. And that's what AlignCon is all about. It's redirecting your energy in the right, uh, in the right way in order for you to create the prosperity and abundance that you're looking for and the fulfillment as well. And I've always said this, you cannot do epic things with basic people. You need to be surrounded <laughs> by powerful people who are up to something. And that's the crowd that I always bring together. So AlignCon, is really about just viewing your world and saying, am I on track to do my greatest good? And I'm here to help you take that lightning in a bottle energy and point it in the right direction so that you have 1,000% confidence that you're headed in the right direction. So Nashville, um, we're going to be down here February 2nd and 3rd. We'd love to see y'all come out. AlignCon2023.com is where all the info can be found. David Meltzer is going to be there with us and uh, you're going to be coming as well. So I can't wait, man. Yeah, I'm very, very excited. And I I highly recommend if you can make your way to Nashville, if you're on the the precipice of feeling like this is the year that things are going to be different for you, make them different because I can promise you this shit ain't going to change until you make shit change. 
And, and I believe in this guy. And that's why I had Nick on the show today to share his story and his journey, his mission with you. He is a purpose-driven human being. And I feel very much in alignment with you, my friend, and have so much gratitude for you being here. And so go to line, what was the website? Linecon2023.com. Yep. You got it. Brilliant. And of course, we'll put the links in the show notes at thinkunbrokenpodcast.com. Just look up Nick's name and it will be in the show notes. My last question for you, my friend, what does it mean to you to be unbroken? To be unbroken to me means to live a life redeemed and counting our past as our life lessons of opportunity to create a better future. So to me, unbroken is synonymous with redemption. <laughs> I literally, I got goosebumps too. That was beautiful. Nick, my friend, thank you so much for being here. Unbroken Nation, thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, telephone, leave a review if this show brought you any value because then you are not just a listener, you are a doer. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see ya. Hey, Unbroken Nation, we'll be right back to the show. But I wanted to let you know that you can grab a copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, for free. If you go to book.thinkunbroken.com, you can download the PDF ebook version of the book and get everything that I know about the baseline of healing trauma for free downloaded to your email right now. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to download your copy of Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma for a PDF for your phone. Again, that is book.thinkunbroken.com. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review, and you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends, and until next time, be unbroken. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program.